technology shapes and influences every aspect of our lives today, and we're only beginning to scratch the surface of understanding how it will radically change the way we live and work in the future. Coming up... The promise of 5G beyond the access technologies, beyond these access pieces of it, is in the promise of redefining your networks, redefining your operations, so that you be set up to define new services for these enterprises that directly connects you to create more business value and that directly connects you to creating more service-based, SLA-based networks. That's what we have been talking about. You're listening to The Future Rhythmic Podcast with Michael Hainsworth, a Nokia original series. Every time someone picks up a 5G smartphone, a superhero springs into action. For Nokia's Jatan Bandari, it's not the faster-than-a-speeding-bullet radio access network. It's not the transport's ability to leap tall silos in a single bound. It's the mild-mannered 5G core. But the man charged with helping communications service providers build out the next-generation network is a superhero himself, if not to his clients, to his kid. When I talk to my 10-year-old, what do I do for a living or what does Nokia do for a living or what do we do as a telecommunications network, it's very simple. You know, whenever you power your cell phone um, behind the simple connection of it connecting to the nearest cell tower, if you're opening up your favorite app to watch uh, content, maybe Netflix, maybe Hulu or whatever, or you're using voice video messaging capability, and in fact, you are actually connected to the core. It is the foundation or the core network that that is providing those foundational three vanilla services, what we call as data, voice, and messaging. So, so the chances are every time you're picking up the phone, you are using either data, voice or video, or messaging, and you're always connected to the core. For a second, actually, beyond your cell phone life, If you are sitting at your home and we all love our cable operators, we all love the triple play bundle they offer. And if you have that fixed phone sitting somewhere in your corner of your room and you're using those fixed phones, guess what? You are still connected to the core of the network because all those voice video capabilities that you use through those fixed phones are also powered through the core of the network. And it's the same core, you will be surprised, that's connecting both the mobile side of the things as well as the fixed side of the things, what we see in our home and offices. So you call the core the forgotten hero. Perhaps to better understand how it leaps tall buildings in a single bite, we should start by looking at the evolution from 3G and 4G before we get into 5G. Yeah, you know, that's that's interesting. And we thought that, you know, it's a good, good discussion to have about, you know, what's happening uh, in 5G. But before we jump into the the crux of the 5G discussion, it's, it's almost important to see where we are coming from. Because, you know, if you see for the last three decades, from a network standpoint, in the transformation of these 3G, 4G, fixed and mobile converge, converge, convergence and, and all of these aspects that we are seeing the transformation of the network, what we have been doing as an industry is providing essentially three vanilla services. The three vanilla services, what we call as data services, voice or video, and messaging. And if you pause and think for a second, right, uh, there's something foundational that happened during the 4G transformation. What happened essentially during the 4G transformation is um, there was a unique moment when we did IPification of the network. 
What we mean by IPification of the network is um, before the 4G era, what was happening was that the voice, the video, and the messaging capability was essentially circuit switched in nature. And, and the way we were accessing data networks, the way we were using your favorite applications in the era of 2G, 3G, um, they were fast getting you know, onto the technologies of what we know as IP technology. What happened in the 4G era was a true convergence of the platforms of data, voice video, and messaging behind the era of 4G. And what was powerful about that transformation behind 4G was that we were able to get two dimensions, two very important dimensions, what we call as data and mobility. Pause and think about it, right? What 4G era brought us to us is high throughput scale of data, extreme amount of mobility. And with just those two parameters in the last whole one decade, we can simply say that the amount of transformation that has unleashed out in the marketplace, uh, that, that think of players like Airbnb, think of players like Uber, uh, just with the two fundamentals of data and mobility, they are able to create enormous amount of market value out out there, not only for the human mankind, but also the value that the telecommunications and communications can bring in general as a value uh, to all of us. So that has been a phenomenal feast that has happened behind the 4G context. What I must say though, you know, why I call this as a forgotten hero, every time there has been a transformation, whether it's in the wireless technologies, as we go from 2G through 3G to 4G, or this convergence of fixed and mobile that actually happened in 4G, or this IPification of voice data and messaging services that actually happened in 4G, it is very unfortunate, Mike, that we have never understood uh, the real value of core. Every time with this adoption of any access technologies around mobility and fixed, we have been building on, on layers of complexity over this forgotten hero of ours, what we call as core. And that has been the foundational problem for us. Well, let's talk about those access technologies. Yeah, the core, of course, necessary to enable 5G's promise of ultra broadband, low latency, ultra reliability. Well, when it comes to access technologies, one of the neat things about 5G over 4G is that per service custom SLA. Um, I really admit that for the last two years, ever since we have been talking about 5G or even before that, we have been extremely focusing about two aspects of 5G that brings us to the promise of uh, you know, true, true disruptions. One is about extreme bandwidth and, and the capabilities with massive MIMO technologies and the access technologies that 5G has to promise through its radio frequencies. The other piece that you know, the very fact that we are now being able to operate in tens of milliseconds or four or eight or 10 millisecond range compared to the latencies of 60 to 80 milliseconds is, is fundamentally groundbreaking when it comes to an access technology standpoint from a 5G, 5G aspect. But I must say that, you know, um, over the last two years, there has been rightly so a lot of focus about the transformation of the access technologies, but we are almost missing our mark of, you can build the fastest legs that can get you through the marathon but you got to focus about your heart. <laughs> and the heart of the network is the core of the network. You, you, you prepare for your 100 meters, you prepare for your marathons, and you can build the fastest legs through these access technologies 
and you can overlay it with the concepts of Cloud RAN and Open RAN. But if we aren't focusing more onto the core of the network, and, and we'll talk about in details um, why the core is important, why these vanilla services of voice, video, and messaging needs a complete transformation in the era of 5G, if you want to deliver to the promise of 5G, which is around massive MIMO, great amount of latency and tapping of these latency, creating of the new business value around these verticals, creating of service specific SLAs as what we call the concepts of network slicing, you gotta look within first and you gotta start up from ground up of thinking about how do you redesign this code? And that's why you know this topic becomes very relevant, very important to us at these times. Well, I want to talk about how you redesign that core. But first, let's talk a little bit more about those SLAs, those service level agreements that allow you to create the customized services that 4G just simply wasn't capable of, of building. What of the ARPU component to this? Because I can imagine that the telecommunications industry, which has been seeing a decline in average revenue per user and has been trying to at least stem the slide, if not build up and improve ARPU, how would services built on the 5G core help in that department? It's a, it's a fantastic question. And, you know, the, the, the discussion of ARPU actually goes back to the creation of the three vanilla services and can we transform our network to give more and beyond over these three vanilla services? You know, we got to go back and ask ourselves those questions. And, and you know, what we did, as I was saying on the 4G side of the things, as we were rebuilding 4G technologies, what we never did was the rebuilding of some of the foundations of our networks. And when we look at 5G and, and you're talking about ARPU, um, the average revenue per user is tightly linked to the kind of services you would launch in your networks. And today, most of our networks and the foundations and the building of our networks is purely tied up to these three vanilla services. So now if you pause and think what 5G does to us is a unique value proposition of redesigning and rebuilding and rethinking how do we redesign our networks. And, and, and that network definitions, if you look at the 5G specifications specifically, gives you real, real meat and real elements of how can you open up the network for more verticalization of the services? How can you open up your network being more platform agnostic and be embracing to adjacent value-add services that you could deliver to the 4.0 transformation we have been talking about in the industries? How can you redesign your network to cater to more enterprises and verticals and industries so that you can truly improve the productivity that we talk about um, in the communications world? So, so, so what I'm saying fundamentally is the promise of 5G beyond the access technologies, beyond these access pieces of it, is in the promise of redefining your networks, redefining your operations, so that you be set up to define new services for these verticals, for these enterprises, that directly connects you to create more business value, and that directly connects you to creating more service-based, SLA-based networks. That's what we have been talking about. The value added that comes by connecting various verticals to Industry 4.0, I could see how that boosts ARPU at the enterprise level. What about at the consumer level? It strikes me that the core has an opportunity to optimize the network, not specifically to 
build value, but to reduce cost. Yeah. So, so this has been an ever-growing uh, discussion in our industries. You know, our point of view is very, very simple. And and if I if I share my point of view, you know, there are two aspects of creating value. Either you create value by introducing new services, or you create value by optimizing your operations or doing operation excellence the way you operate, build, deliver your networks, and hence create value by optimizing your operations. There are only two ways to creating values out here. As I was saying earlier that, you know, it's not a context or a discussion of whether you're delivering to a consumer set base or a B2C kind of an environment, or whether you're delivering to a B2B kind of an environment where your services are more targeted for enterprise verticals and so on and so forth. It's about time that we start building networks with the notion of horizontal place, horizontal platforms, horizontal communications platform as what we call it. And those communications platform if they are built right, if they are built with the right design principles, we strongly believe that you can deliver to the promise of the consumers. You can cater to all the consumer needs and the various services that the consumers are ready to consume in today's networks of 5G, uh, whether it's AR, VR, whether it's gaming, whether it's direct voice video immersive experiences and the SLAs these services would need. You can also deliver through the same network all those SLAs and all those differentiated services, what an enterprise, what a vertical, what an industrial revolution, what a port um, digitization that may need from a network service provider standpoint. So the power is enormous today behind the technologies of 5G of a, what a service provider can do if you start thinking about it. So the dialogue has to move on from, am I catering to only a consumer or am I catering to a vertical or in industries, ideally the dialogue should be, how should I be principally building my network and the core of the network that's designed to cater both B2C and B2B industries. And that's the fundamental piece of it. And when you build that out, the 5G core is more resilient. I can imagine that while a consumer would be more than happy to know that their Netflix feed is going to come in uh, fast and smooth without a glitch, the resilience component at the six nines level has to be tied to industry 4.0. What role does the core play in ensuring that? That's that's a very interesting question because uh, you know resiliency and scale come natural to core um, over the years and decades that we have built the core. Um, let me let me state something very foundational, and we have been talking a lot about core, but I don't know if our listeners understand what really a core is. You know, I often use this analogy, Mike, that you know. If you look at our nature, the nature is made up of five basic elements, earth, water, fire, air, and space. Our core is foundationally built up of the basic five elements, the data core, the voice code, the subscriber data, and the signaling and policy. These are the five primary elements that makes up the core. Now, when you talk about the aspects of, you know, um, how is resiliency, redundancy, scale is built into these five elements, uh, what's beautiful about this core is for decades, one of the foundational thing that the telecommunication industry has done fantastically well is to build 5.9 resiliency and redundancy in the networks that we build. So that comes natural to us. What is more interesting to see and understand here is that the promise of 5G that it brings and the nuances and the architectural change in definition, how the core is built in to deliver to the promise of 5G. 
that's more of a relevant discussion to have rather than the resiliency and redundancy, which I believe comes natural to our design principles and building. 5G is about massive MIMO and low latency, but that's at the radio access network and transport levels. The true power of 5G is in the core because it creates new business opportunities, I think is perhaps one of the most important elements of this conversation. Rightly so. And, and, and you know, we keep talking about this value creation aspect of it. But before, before we go deeper into it, I would like our listeners to understand, you know, what are the foundational principles of 5G core that are brought in that are really unique uh, to this new era? If you look at the 5G core design principles, and if you think of these five basic elements, uh, the data core, the voice core, the subscriber data, policy and signaling, there is a huge amount of transformation. And that transformation bring a great amount of simplification to our networks. If you foundationally see, you know, the design principles of 5G is all built around extreme agility, extreme adaptation of openness of the networks, extreme aspects of how can you build these networks as more plug and play in nature, more service oriented in nature, and taking this journey of a traditional core, which is essentially known for three services, to more of a service enablers that you can dynamically create more services through the concepts of network slicing. And that's very unique out there, Mike, that not many of us are realizing that as much as we are focusing on these access and radio technologies, how are we stressing on, on redesigning these five elements? Almost you think about giving a rebirth of the core around these five elements, and making sure that you know you design it right, you build it right, so that you can actually deliver to the promise of new business value creation that we talk about often behind 5G. Well, that brings us to an important point. Not all 5G cores are created equal by the CSPs that implement them. How do you build a 5G core correctly? That is an amazing question, I must say, because you know I'll lay out two two fundamental technological transformation before I answer that question. Uh, you know, this is. A unique time we live in. We talk a whole lot about 5G, but uh, there's another major transformation that's underway throughout our technology industry, and that's about cloud, right? And and if you think about these two bigger technology transformation, one is 5G and the other is cloud. Um, you know, behind the concepts of cloud, there are there are two paramount principles that has emerged through the web scale industries, through the hyperscalers, and how we have designed our web scale concepts. Um, there are two concepts, and I tell you, you know, there's a lot of noise and talk about these two concepts. One, one fundamental concept is of building software applications uh, with the term what we often use is cloud native. And the other tool and technology that has been often talked about is about extreme automation. So if you hold on to these two design principles, one is the concepts of cloud native, the other concept of extreme automation, these almost needs to be married together when you are building these five foundational principles of the code. That's, that's, that's almost the only way you can build this core from ground up in a fashion which is open enough, agnostic enough to any platform, and be able to deliver to any services you can dream of in a much faster, shorter life cycle in a service provider environment. So, so what I would say is that if you're thinking about building a code, you gotta adopt and understand the foundational principle of 
how do you build a core that is natively inherently designed with the design principles of cloud native and how that core embraces the concepts of extreme automation those are two foundational grounding principles i must say we haven't spoken yet about the cloud unlike 4g we can build unique services within the 5g core powered by the cloud what does the csp though need to do to be ready to become a cloud provider something that they never had to do before you're so spot on on that you know over the years um, through the 4g transformation we did adopt to some of the early principles of cloudification through a technology called virtualization you know our experiences of about 100 plus outings that we have had in transforming and rebuilding to some extent some parts of our core behind the backdrop of 4G has made us quite a bit of learnings of, you know, how do you build a core or software applications of telco kind on, on the principles of cloud? Um, there has been a quite a bit of fair learnings that we have had in the last uh, seven, eight years. One of the foundational ones that, you know, what we realize is that both CSPs um, and us uh, need to understand the founding principles of a cloud architecture. We see that, you know, there's a lack of competencies, lack of cultures of what truly a cloud definition is. For example, if you're redesigning your network, you know, what the pure power of cloud is, what we call as the network disaggregation. The beauty of the cloud architectures is you can build edge, far edge, center core data centers, and you can almost throw any software applications, any workloads based on the service they deliver to, to any proximity to the user. You could be having that application that demands extreme low latency, much closer proximity to an edge or a far edge cloud versus applications that are doing design for scale and high throughput can be built in on the data centers so that you, you use the power of the data centers. Now, if you're doing those kind of principles in a network, you've got to understand the philosophies of how the software is built in the cloud native environment how these applications are not built in a siloed nature, how these applications are built in a platform agnostic way, and these applications can actually be deployed in edge, far edge, and core cloud data centers, how these applications are fundamentally designed for extreme throughput and scale so that you can deliver to the promise of 5G. So there are many aspects to it. And, you know, our CSP friends and I, when we talk about many of these things, there are aspects of technologies, there are aspects of cultural differences and competencies development that we got to do. There's a blend of both that we got to make uh, some serious ground if we are serious about rebuilding these networks behind the principles of cloud native and extreme automation. If the 5G core is built on web scale principles of openness, agility, and flexibility, what are the issues that a CSP needs to consider for implementation? You know, we have been talking about the transformation of 5G and we earlier talked about the founding errors we did or mistakes we did and, and the things that we could learn from our 4G transformation. One of the pieces that we missed during the 4G transformation is opening up the networks and how we implemented our networks. There was no whatsoever attention to uh, if we are exposing the network assets, the operation assets through seamless connected service-oriented architectures through, through the fundamentals of API. That was never, never a first design consideration. We never designed our applications in a true platform agnostic way. You can build a software application that scales well, that can be deployed in any part of the cloud, that can seamlessly connect with other applications and 
make more relevance to the service needs to be delivered. There were no concepts of slicing what we talk about in 5G. There was no concept of creating virtual um, copies of your own network that are dedicated to a specific user, to a specific industry, to a specific service, delivering to those promises and SLAs. And, and you can't do that overnight. You gotta be thinking from ground up. You gotta be thinking from not only that, how you're building your access networks that are ready for these kind of extreme scale and extreme low latencies, but you gotta be start thinking about, are you building these core network applications which are designed around delivering these three vanilla services, but all these elements, five primary elements we talked about, which is data core, voice core, subscriber data, signaling, and policy, are you designing them in the cloud native fashion? So that, that becomes essential. So what I would encourage to our service provider friends is start thinking about these five elements. Start thinking about almost building a dashboard to ourselves that, you know, are we building these five elements in the principle of openness, in the principles of platform agnostic way of building on cloud applications? Are these applications be able to give you that resilience and that scale if built around cloud native principles? These are fundamental questions we should be asking every time now we are rebuilding these networks behind the era of 5G. So then let's look at everything we've discussed. Tell me, what's your path to launching full 5G? When you look at today's state of affairs of our networks, uh, we have built quite a bit of complexity. And often, you know, not every service providers out there has a has a privilege to do a greenfield operations. So, if the answer could be that, you know, if you could build a greenfield operations, the best way to do is rebuild the whole network in a greenfield way um, and build a true 5G network that's built on the principles of cloud native and extreme automation. That would be my answer. But guess what, Mike? You know, one thing that uh, we are forgetting about the power of 5G and the 5G architectures, and I just want to say that, you know, often we have a um, sort of a bias that every time we think about 5G, we think about radios. 5G is so much about beyond radio and the technologies of access, as we have been discussing. One of the pure power of 5G is around the standalone architectures. No matter how big or a small operator you are, whether you are operating at a national level, a regional level, or you are a global operator across multiple countries, you can always look around in your networks, look at those geographic regions where you see the most potential of creating B2B value, as well as delivering some B2C services that traditionally your network delivers. Identify that region, identify that location, identify those specific use cases, and there is no stopping you to build a standalone architecture behind 5G with fresh radio install, a brand new core with these five elements built up, ground up from the principles of cloud native and full automation, and have a seamless connect of that network to your operations to have a fundamentally brand new standalone architecture of what the promise of 5G is. And the way you build that standalone architecture then you will see that the promise of 5G is fully delivered, not only on throughput and scale and latencies, but also of the promise of value creation in two-dimensional way. One is the value of creating new services, and two, the operational complexity of those network is going to be tremendously, tremendously low. 
And that's what that's what my take on it is. That's where the kind of dialogues we are having with a lot of operators worldwide. And believe it or not, you know, we do see a lot of um, international operators, operators working across boundaries of countries, or operators even at a national or regional level are seriously considering the power of standalone architectures of 5G. So, you know, you can always go to a normal path, which has been early adopted, which is much more of a non-standalone architectures, but I would encourage all the operators to look at some of the aspects of standalone architectures and if it's viable path for them and for their strategies. What's the one thing nobody's talking about with 5G that excites you the most? If I have to put it in one word, I must say, if I give you an analogy, right, if you look at your iPhone, it's one of the most simplest gadgets that you can use and it's be built behind one of the most complex technology inside that box. Whenever you're using your phone, you never think of all those complex aspects that gets you that phone with the simplification use that you get out of it. We strongly believe and I strongly believe that, you know, the networks must be designed simple, must be operated in the foundational concepts of simplification. And I believe that, you know, we have a unique opportunity in our industry right now to simplify our networks. Behind this promise of 5G and cloud, behind these design principles of cloud native automation that we talked about, we got a unique opportunity if we build up a network, build up an operations that is seamlessly connected using these design principles, using these complex technologies, we have a unique way to simplify our network which we have never done in the last three or four decades. That excites me. See the future. Listen to what's next. Read about world-changing ideas. All by visiting futurhythmic.com. The Futurhythmic podcast with Michael Hainsworth is a Nokia original series.